Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick. And with me by phone... Gator. We're getting ready Nick, for... Nick, you sound worn out. No, I'm not worn out. A little I mean, exasperated, are you? I mean, we're only getting going 22 minutes later than we planned, but whatever, you know. No, my iPad died. My iPad did die, yes, but that only took three <laughs> minutes to take care of now, didn't it? Somebody was uh, planting lettuce, but I was. Anyway. I'm a week late. You're supposed to plant lettuce by uh, Valentine's Day. I'm a week late. Why were you a week late? Just didn't get around to it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so we're getting ready for TP, and the bottom line is time to get together was uh very At a very premium. very very limited and so um it became a question of okay do we put out two pulpit rewinds this week or do we do one by phone and do a pulpit rewind for friday so heads up you're, getting, by, you're getting a pulpit rewind on friday by god we did one by phone yes this works out so anyway uh, I, I argue we should do a live show at tpe yeah, because you don't have to fucking travel with all the equipment and all that bullshit, and you also don't have to fucking like worry about editing everything together and uploading it everywhere. I mean, that's valid. I mean, so like you can argue all you want, but I'm not bringing all this shit with me. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, our our. Mo- we need a millennial. We need we need somebody to pack the stuff in. We need a Sherpa. Well, we had a we had a volunteer. Um, uh, Sixthu uh, volunteered, and um, the problem with that is, like, we'd have to figure out a way to get him into the show, and that just wasn't feasible. Well, plus, the minute he saw one of those pretty girls from one of the bait tables, he was gone. I mean, I believe... He would have ran off on us like a like a dog wild in the woods. I mean, I think he's married, Jeff. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I tend to want to taste them, but I guess I am divorced. So. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> arguably, but anyway. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it's Smoker's Choice Day today because we're doing this by phone. And so I don't know what you've got, but I have the Camacho Factory Unleashed. It is a 6x50 Toro featuring an Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper, Honduran binder, and filler from Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua. Okay. I have... A choice of two cigars. Oh. And I'm going to let you pick my cigar for me. Oh, fuck. All right. Well. Okay. Here and we they are go. two vastly different cigars. Vastly different, huh? Vastly. So I have a cigar from our studio sponsor, the JRE Tobacco Aladino Cameroon. You know, I was a hair away from smoking a Corojo Reserva. And. Yeah. The thing is, I haven't had any cigars since Thursday, and we're recording this on Monday, guys. I haven't had any cigars since Thursday, and I didn't want to come back into it with a Corojo Reserva. I get it. I get it. It's just a little little strong for me to to come back out of the gate. But anyway. Now, I'm going to smoke this Aladino today, whether I smoke it on the show or I smoke it after. Yeah. My question to you is... Because we're going to be smoking an Aladino coming up here in two weeks. Um, we are. Well, I guess three weeks, technically, for the uh, the St. Patrick's episode. That's a different Aladino, but 
still. That's true. It's true. But I, I'm giving you a choice today. This could be our one must go, but it's not. It's not. So <laughs> I I have a flavored cigar. Okay. And it is the Macanudo Coffee. Haven't we done that one? Or we did the dark rum on the show. We did the we? dark rum, but I, I have one of these. And I'm I'm going to smoke both of these cigars today. You just tell me which one you want on the show. But like, so it's the, it's the Macanudo coffee. Yes. It's a coffee flavored, not, not the latte. It's an actual coffee. You, you know me, I'll smoke a flavored cigar now and then. You'll, and have, I you'll have to head on over to the smoking butts and tap an ash podcast. They, they like the, I, I may stuff. sit in one day with them. <laughs> they like the flavored stuff over there. Um, uh, you know, um, I don't want to make this decision for you. It doesn't really matter to me. You're the one smoking flip, it. Flip a coin. I don't have a coin. <laughs> well, just say you did. What? It's I'm radio. on Jeff. I'm on camera. You're the one that can do literally whatever oh, you want. <laughs> oh look at that! Oh look at that! <laughs> what a... I'm going with the Aladino. There you go. Dear God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, it's time to cut. Hey, what you know? The funny thing was, it was heads, and I didn't even have a quarter. It's time to cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. He's got all kinds of great stuff coming in. Um, in fact, for a hot second, guys, he had the um, uh, the aura from uh, EP Carrillo, the the Chinese Zodiac you know, cigar set and everything. And let me tell you, that was a pricey, pricey, uh, not just cigar, but box of cigars. And um, uh, it was in the store for about two and a half days until somebody came in and bought the box and uh, walked out with it. And let me tell you, that's that's just how things go at Riverman Cigar Company. You get some good stuff in, but you got to pounce on it quick when you see it because it can go just as quickly. Um so keep track of what's coming in. You follow Dan on Instagram. He likes to um, kind of telegraph what's coming in by doing like little pictures like, hey, we've got this coming. We've got that coming. And, you know, you can't really advertise on Instagram by saying, you know, hey, come and buy this cigar kind of, you know, directly. But if Dan's showing a picture of a cigar, you can probably guarantee that it's going to be rolling into the shop over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And if you're not in the St. Louis... I think Louis, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, and if you're not in the St. Louis area, you can give him a call. He does mail order, so you could get a really badass cigar by, by mail if you wanted to do that. Anyway, it's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. I can't cut yet. I'm still getting mine out of the cellophane. Oh, see, the beauty of you being by phone, we just kind of thought that you were just dicking with the phone for a minute. <laughs> I didn't. I I heard stuff, but I wasn't sure what was going on over there. Oh, got it. All right. So I have clipped my cigar. I'm going to go soft flame today. Look at you. But I'm going to tell you something. Oh, I got God. myself something yesterday. Oh, and, God. And my ex-wife promptly uh, took it as hers. <laughs> what else is new? I, I but okay, got, what anyway? I got a great lighter from Drew Estate. Okay, it looks like a spray can, but it's a torch lighter. I have one of those. Where did you get that? 
Uh, it is a it, one of the shops that we go to occasionally. Oh. Has a giveaway going on. Okay. And I will admit, I, I have, went in. Yeah. And got some chances. It's. I'll just say it. It's not. It's not at Captain Z's in St. Louis. Yeah. They've yeah. Got, yeah. They've got a, a Deadwood special going on, and that's Kristen's favorite cigars. Really, yep. the only cigar, the, the the only cigar she smokes on the regular. Yeah, yeah. And they've got a deal right now. If you buy a box of them, which I usually buy about, oh, I mean, she doesn't smoke near as much as I do, so we might buy three boxes a year. You know, it's not, you know, we're not setting the world on fire, but they have a deal right now. If you buy a box, you get ten entries for a coffin shaped humidor. Okay. And I'm not gonna lie. I would like that humidor. Okay. I don't know if you've seen a picture of it or anything. I have not. Oh, dude. It's uber cool. Well, you ought to just hit up the Drew Estate people while we're at TPE. Well, I I mean, maybe then I can have two of them. I mean, it's valid. You know? (laughs) I mean... I don't you know. know me. I like to hoard things. I get it, but you know, but no, I, I've I've actually got one of those like spray can lighters, and yeah. they are really badass. It really is. It's kind of yeah, Im- like it's said, Im- it's impractical for my purposes because you know I travel a lot with my so like I need a little lighter for the pocket, you know. But like, oh, yeah. you know, if oh, you- this thing would get us arrested going through going through. Uh, TSA. Oh yeah, no, that's a cool lighter if you have either a lounge or if like you have a clubhouse where you can smoke in, and you know that kind of thing, and like you have yes. a a stationary location that you're going to smoke at. Yes. Yeah. 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 Here, I'm gonna send you a picture. But it's cool. And this picture does not do this thing justice. I mean, you can just um, post it to your Instagram so that like people can actually, you know, see it. Enormous. Anyway, I'm lighting up my cigar because okay, I'm yeah, been, I'm chomping at the bit here. I didn't realize actually how big it was because I just thought it was a little novelty. Oh no, know, it's a big, big uh, uh, lighter. Well, the lighter's big, but no, I'm talking about the humidor. The humidor is ginormous. They're giving away. Really? Yeah. Well, that's nice. And I only realized it, how big it was, because another um, cigar company uh-huh. put a picture of them holding it up online, and it was only then at the scale that I could figure out, because, you know, Z's didn't put a banana by it, so I couldn't figure it out. Ah, banana for scale. <laughs> the time you said that to your female staff. Yeah, I know. And that was... stared at you. That was horribly awkward. <laughs> <laughs> that um, was the greatest day ever. No, that is a really nice looking humidor. I mean, it is. If you guys don't know that story, by the way, go back through the archives because it's worth digging around to find it. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure where that would have come up. Like where in the episodes that would have come. Oh, up. we've we've had to have talked about it. Oh, I'm sure, but yeah. uh, I don't know. It would have been early on. Would it? Would it? I think so. <laughs> Uh, maybe. I think so. I, uh, I, there's no way I'd have sat on that story forever. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm trying to think of when Kate was working for me. True. Yeah, Nick. Nick did not understand that banana for scale was, you know, a sexual reference, and he just. Popped. I just thought it was a weird unit of measurement that the internet had adopted, <laughs> and so like you know somebody said something was a certain size, and I was like, ah, oh, banana for scale, and everybody just, uh, it was a table of like. Wait. 
eight women and you and me, and they all just stopped and like it was like you could hear a pin drop, and they all just stared at me. And that it moment, like, it really was like you just ripped the needle right off. And what the was weird is for some reason at that moment the clouds parted and God touched my brain, and I realized that's a reference to a penis, and. <laughs> I felt very, very awkward at that moment because I'm like, my entire staff here is female and they can all now sue me. <laughs> and, just, and the one lady was Pentecostal. She was. She was Pentecostal. And uh, she, she got the reference. Yeah, she did. Which kind of <laughs> makes you wonder. But anyway. Um, yeah. No, that was that was an interesting moment in my life. <laughs> Yeah, that, you know what? And I'm so glad I was there to share it with you. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Because you thrive. If nothing else, you thrive on awkward. So I you do know, love awkward. That was, that, that was up there. That was awkward. That was <laughs> that was pinging into the red on the awkward was scale. Very, very awkward. <laughs> anyway, have you lit up your cigar yet? Yes. Oh, okay. I hate to say it. I didn't do cold draw and stuff. I, I didn't mean, I've either. Smoked this cigar a thousand times. Well, let's be real. That cigar. Uh, oh, that's right. You're doing the Aladino Cameron. I was gonna say it yep. tastes like coffee, but never mind. You're doing the Cameron. Um, no, I'll, I'll give you the flavor notes on the coffee cigar when I smoke it this evening. Yeah, coffee, coffee, mm-hmm. lots of coffee. It tastes like coffee. We can um, rename ourselves Coffee Talk. Yeah, I think uh, I think Lauren Michaels would come to our house and kick us in the nuts. <laughs> And be like, that's mine. <laughs> oh, anyway. Well, yeah, guys, we are getting ready for TP. Um, I, I, I've got my newspaper I'm laying out. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm at like half done. I'm half done with it. Good so, for you. Um, some of it's going to have that. This we're going to get in the weeds a little bit here. This is this. I'll be honest. This episode, unless Jeff has a plan, I don't really have any plan for. Um, I mean, I I have a I have it all like you know choreographed and mapped out. Bullshit. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> like so. Okay, so we're recording this on Monday, which is President's Day, and you know I know we've talked about it on the show before that. Um, are you falling over? That, no, I propped my phone with something so the mic would be closer. Oh, anyway, with president, you know what? I got I got to disclose what it was. What you know the the bag the empty bag that I've been using to highlight uh, fucking good on the show. Yeah, that's not propping my phone up. That garbage has been on your back deck now for a couple of weeks. True, but I use it as a prop on the show, so it's justifiable that it's still here. Okay. In my head. Except we really haven't recorded on your deck a whole lot. <sighs> Just can't cut me a break, can you? Just saying. You know what I found today? You know what I found? You know what I found? I, I, okay. Just remind me to go back to the point that I was making before we deviated down this way. What? I don't even know what it was. Yeah, you know what I'm I found sure. today? I was digging through, looking for something up in the coffee cups. Yeah. Dude, I found an entire bag of fucking good coffee that i did not know existed in my life like it was like just stuck back in the cabinet somewhere yes it was in there and it okay. had gotten kind of off to the side and then the black is back or uh, the black is, the bag is black and it was kind of off to the side bag is black. didn't see it 
birthday. Anyway, sorry. I went all ACDC for a minute. Yeah. You know what? You know what the funniest thing about what you just did is? No. Do you know where I was seven years ago tonight? Watching ACDC? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That memory popped up on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's been seven years. You know what's funny? I had a memory pop up on Facebook yesterday. 13 years ago, I declared on Facebook that I'm now officially a homeowner and that I was moving into my home. How'd that work out? Now look at me. Anyway. um, So, yeah. So, yeah. You've had to roommate with Jerry Pulaski, for the love of God. So, um, anyway, with TBE coming up tomorrow, and you and I leaving, like, the ass crack of dawn. Um, Why did you do that? Because, Jeff, it was cheap. It was cheap. It was the cheapest flight. Um, timing-wise, it was the best. Uh, well, it wasn't the best timing-wise. But, um... It, oh, no. It sucks timing-wise. We saved a minimum of, like, 250 bucks flying at this time. Any other time, any other time throughout the day, it would have been even more. The next cheapest flight would have cost us two hundred and fifty dollars more. So okay, I'll. That's I fine. I I'll, literally I'll give you that. I did this for the money. I saved money by doing. And I'm not gonna lie, flights. But at what cost? Well, the cost of my fucking sanity. Um, but but no, the problem is. Airline flights right now are just through the freaking roof. It's so expensive. And I don't understand. And I was waiting out Southwest. I kept waiting for Southwest to do some sort of Mia Culpa sale and be like, hey, we fucked everybody collectively at the holidays. And the country. So here's the deal. We felt really bad about it. And we know that none of you want to fly with us ever again. So here's a deal to draw you back. And they didn't do it. And so I kind of had to just go ahead and suck it up and buy whenever I could. And, um, I mean, shit, man, it was 700 and fin- it was just under 750 bucks for us to go to Vegas, you know, for TPE this year. Yeah. Mind you, that's up from, I think I spent right around 500 for you and I to go to Vegas last year. Wow. And again, we're flying out at quarter to six in the morning tomorrow or Tuesday, whenever people are hearing this, um, because that was the cheapest flight by two hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, I was yeah. looking at almost a thousand dollars for you and I to go to Vegas mm-hmm. um, if I would have gone at anywhere close to a decent time of the day. Yeah. So I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I just could not justify that. You know. Well. Back to where you were before I distracted you with ACDC. You were talking about you were going to go off in the weeds about laying out the paper. Yeah. So because today is President's Day, everybody is freaking closed for some reason. And so like or every holiday. Well, come on. It's President's Day. The only made up. No, the, the only people that take this off are. Bank workers and government workers. And guess what? You know I'm, what I want to point out? What? I want to point something out. Everyone that has taken this holiday off today and is celebrating by not going to work. Yeah. Um, you know, you're celebrating all the presidents. That includes Trump and others. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, you just decided to trigger everybody there. Um, <laughs> if you if you really if, if you're if you don't like Donald Trump, you should be at work today. <laughs> Anyway, um, because no matter what happens in life, 
He's still one of the presidents we will celebrate for the rest of time on President's Day. Richard Nixon. So if you hate Trump, you should lobby your employer to let you still come to work. And Richard Nixon. You know what? Tricky Dick. Come Tr- on. Tricky Dick. Exactly. So I still contend a lot of what Nixon went down for is just the fact that every, all of the presidents were doing it. He got caught. I think that you know. I think that Eisenhower speaks to. A, was doing I think that speaks to stuff. a lot of things, Jeff. It's not Kennedy just president. Kennedy was doing similar stuff. Hey. Johnson. I think Johnson was probably worse after the fact. I, Johnson. Johnson probably. would make people go into the bathroom, and he'd hold meetings while he was crapping. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was a total what a piece of total garbage. Total that guy was. dominance thing right there, man. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, so. But the bottom line is, I can't finish the newspaper today because, A, one out of the two city councils that we cover decided they were going to take President's Day off. The other one did not. The other one is meeting tonight. But one, the main one, did decide that they were going to take today off for President's Day. So that pushes me off a day for that. I have a financial person that runs an ad. Well, her office is closed, and so I won't be able. Oh to get, yeah, I won't be able to get the content of her ad until tomorrow. So I think I sold you that ad actually. You did years ago. You did years and years yep. ago, and My then um, and then oh yeah. By the way, the mayor of the town where my newspaper is in, he runs a column in my paper every week. Mm-hmm. Guess what? He didn't provide to me late last week so that I would have it in advance. And so now I'm waiting at least until tomorrow for his column. His column. It's just and and it's and, that, is, that is basically a free ad for the mayor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know, and I go back and forth on that because we're getting we're getting really in the weeds. So like I go back and we forth are. on this because I dedicate a quarter page to that silly column every week, and um. The asshole puts it out on freaking Facebook. He does a video version of it where he reads it and he like films a video and he puts it out on Facebook the day before my newspaper drops. Yeah. So everybody everybody sees it that way. And then like when they see it in the paper, I don't think it, I, I mean, if anybody reads it, I would be shocked. But like maybe they do. Yeah, maybe they do. I don't know. So part of well, me, like the argument, I still contend that that. If someone sees something on Facebook, that doesn't mean everyone sees something on Facebook. Oh no, that's the for sure. Being what they are, that's for sure. That's for sure. But my thing is this: but it's a dick move, knowing you're going to publish it. At least put it out the same time as you, or the exactly. day after. Don't beat you with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, I've gone back and forth as to whether or not I want to even keep running it, but I don't know if that's. I I almost feel like the precedent's been set because. You know, the previous mayor has run his column. This guy, he's in his second term, is is running. Is he, I've ran it this whole time. Part of me is like, if I'm going to make that decision to cut it off, would I? Would it be better to make that decision like at the flip, like when a new mayor is coming in, just say we're getting rid of it, or should I just? I don't know when to. I don't know when to cut that off. Well, and and you know, I've got a mayor, and we are going to the weeds. Yeah, I know. We are definitely going in the weeds. Purposely works at competing with me. He tries to beat oh. me to news on Facebook all the time. Mine's the so same people way. People don't have to come to my newspaper. Mine, mine's the same way. Mine's mm-hmm. the same way. And it's just, it's irritating. But anyway. Thanks. But- thanks uh, I won't, you know, guy. <laughs> hey, whatever, guy. 
hey, 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 guy. Um, what up, buddy? Um, yeah. I so, love, no, his name's not Buddy. I know. I do that, <laughs> dude. I I do that joke all the time. Like I always tell people, like if I can't remember your name, I'm gonna call you guy or buddy or friend or yeah. you know. So I'm gonna have you know. It's like so if I walk up to you and I'm like, "What's up, buddy?" You know, more than likely I've forgotten your name. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, you know the funny thing is, if you walked up to this mayor and said, "Guy," he'd answer. <laughs> You just, I, I didn't think you wanted to say, but okay. Anyway, moving on. Oh, so, okay. So that's enough in the weeds newspaper bullshit. I just, exactly. I, I, I felt the need to kind of explain like my, I don't know why I felt the need to explain my day. It's just one of those things. Because it's, it carries on into your week of going to TPE and it's all part of what we're Well, it does because, because the long and short of it is I have a long day of doing all that. And then I still need to pack. I have uh, did I finish my laundry? No, I have a load that I need to move it in the dryer. After that, then the laundry will be done. And yeah. then I need to pack. And um, that's a chore in and of itself because it's not just the clothes. That's the thing. Everybody thinks, oh, it's just clothes. You're just grabbing some clothes. Clothes is the least important thing I have to worry about. I mean, it's important, yeah. but it's 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 the least important thing I have to worry about. Well, I figure, you know, as far as clothes, I can wash those in the sink out in Vegas. God, I'm so glad you have your own room. I just keep saying that. I know everybody's sick and tired of hearing me say that, but I'm so glad you have your own room. But um, it's kind of like uh, <sighs> playing trains and automobiles when uh, when uh, Steve Martin comes out of the shower looking for a towel. Mm. And he picks up John Candy like socks or underwear out of the sink. Yeah, it's it's God. Um. <laughs> So no, so I, I, you know, I've got to worry about finding whatever recording equipment we need. Um, I need to figure out um, some sort of a of a handheld device for the for the because I mean we're basically plugging in lapel mics into the phone in order yeah. to get the video and the audio. Um, I don't have <laughs> I don't have a selfie stick, um, but uh, I've got like a little prop up tripod thing but i need to find where that's at and it does kind of work as like a like basic selfie stick but what i hate about it is i'm pretty sure the 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 mechanism on it is starting to go bad and i think that i think kind of for lack of veteran kind of flops around a little bit not unlike your tripod that we record with every week yeah i don't know what happened to that that was a nice tripod then all of a sudden in the space of like no time it just decided to all just fall apart why have all? Why is all your stuff getting floppy? <clears throat> Not all my stuff. Um, anyway, um, I uh, so I need to figure. I need to figure that out. So I may end up making a Best Buy run today, which I'm not gonna lie, I really don't have time for, but it might have to happen. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what else? Do I, oh, I have some billing I need to do. I just I've got I've got all kinds of shit that. You know, it's kind of it's it's just one of those things. It's, it's just lingering issues that you have to take care of before we leave. Yeah, 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 yep. And then, uh, but then you we know leave. what my biggest problem is before what's, the trip. What's that? I I don't have a pair of shorts. I need mm. a pair of shorts, and like I'm gonna have to make a run to Holes or Pennies or something today and try to find some shorts. That is an issue. Um, I don't know what to tell you on that front. The only thing I will say 
is have you looked at the weather for Vegas? Cold. Dude, it's going to be warmer in St. Louis than in Las Vegas. Yeah. Are you aware of that? Yes. Like, we're looking at, like, mid-50s to mid-30s in Las Vegas. Like, mid-50s for the high, mid-30s for the low. And um, St. Louis is looking at, like, low 60s for the high while we're gone. Now they're getting more. They're getting rain here. We're not getting rain in Vegas, but yeah. nonetheless, I mean, it's going to be fucking cold in Vegas. And I'll say this: I'm really worried. I I don't know. Maybe we talked about this on the other show. I can't remember. Um, we have the industry party Wednesday night. Yeah, I'm bringing jeans for that. I think it's going to be really balls cold around that pool. Yeah, those ladies in the cocktail dresses. They're not gonna. They're they're not gonna have a fun time. So. We will. I mean, you know, well, of course, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I like it when it's cold out. I mean, I have a threshold. Thirties around a pool. That's not going to be fun. They, no, no offense. They're going to ha- they're going to have to have they're going to have to have heaters. You and I are are what I would call men of size. OK, we are. And but I'm sorry, Lucy was barking. They just let her back in the house. Uh, we're men of size. How do you get so cold? Mm. It, it is just, it's bizarre to me. So I can answer that in that I can tell you when it started, but I can't give you the actual proper answer. Okay. So if you happen to remember, I lost a decent amount of weight in 2018. Yes. When I lost that weight, my internal body temperature, like for some reason, like not based off a thermometer. I mean, if I were to take my temperature right now, it'd be the same as it ever was, you know, but like for whatever reason, like my like warmth, like how I feel like, you know, like you'll feel warm or you feel cold. When I lost that weight, I started feeling colder and then I put the weight back on, but I still felt colder. Yeah. So it's like I never regained that feeling of warmth from being chubby before, you know, I lost that weight. It's really weird. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's when it started. There's probably somebody in the audience that can explain why that is. That's when it started, but I for the life of me I can't tell you why I haven't like been like, oh, I packed the pay- the pounds back on. I should be feeling warm. Eh, it's not. It doesn't work that way. I apparently yeah. generate a lot of heat, you know. But like, you know. But I, I, I don't. You know, I don't feel it necessarily. So, I don't. Know. God knows, I don't want to. I mean, I don't want you to. <laughs> I'm not inviting <laughs> you to. I it mean, sounded like it. No, I'm not. I know it's definitely not an invitation, there, buddy. Um. Anyway, I think we should do uh, three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. I mean, we could do that, except for the fact that I don't have that button loaded up. So I think first we're going to do this. We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza and Terranova and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. Okay, Jeff. Did that intro get longer? No. It just seemed like it went on forever. That's the same as it ever was. Okay. Um, 
So okay, so we're 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 going we're we're going on a trip. And so we're doing a one must go about traveling. All right. Okay. Now <laughs> I have apropos. I, it is apropos. I have four things and quite frankly they all kind of suck. But we're gonna pick which one we're gonna eliminate. Okay? Yeah. The first one is going to be um Inconvenient flight times, specifically in our case, leaving at 545 in the morning. Yeah. The second is going to be layovers slash transfers. So in this case, you and I are flying to Denver. We have a layover. We transfer to a different plane and then take that to Vegas. Okay. Okay. The third is going to be airport security. And getting through airport security. Now, well, we'll get into the finer point details of that in a minute. So, and then the fourth, the fourth is going to be overpriced airport food. Oh, all day. So, one of those has to go. But which one goes? I hate the inconvenient times. Because it's one of those... I, I do not like flying – okay, this kind of goes into the other one. I do not like flying where I have a layover or a transfer. I hate it. I like to fly direct. Amen. Love flying direct. The problem is, um, A, the prices were outrageous for us to fly direct out to Vegas. But then also, timing-wise, it, it, it just – it it wasn't quite as con- not that five forty five in the morning is convenient, but it wouldn't. Yeah, but we'll get there and we'll have most of the day. To oh, dude, we Vegas land there. we land at nine thirty in the morning Vegas time. So like we have all day on Tuesday basically. Um, but anyway, Mardi Gras in Vegas. There's worse places to be. It is Fat Tuesday. You're right. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so we've got that. Regarding TSA. I personally don't care because I have the TSA pre-check and I don't think you are necessarily going to experience a whole big problem at Lambert on uh, no. in the morning because A, it's super early and B, Southwest has their own terminal. However, I have been in some airports that truly and honestly suck. Like Orlando is one of the worst airports to go through security at. Um, uh, Vegas can be if you're flying out at a very busy time you know denver you know i've flown in and out of there one time that was not exactly a treat i mean there's a number of airports that just truly and honestly suck getting through security well and here's the thing i've I've got a little bit of a security issue this time so gervais for some reason has asked me he needs some railroad flares and (laughs) so i've got some packed but he also wanted an alarm clock and oh, so I shit. wrapped it all up with some spare wire I had out in the garage. But I'm starting to wonder if that's the best idea. Nope, nope. That's going to end up getting you caught. And the problem with that is um, I bought your ticket. Um, so it's probably going to result in me getting pulled out of line, too. And I really don't want that. I might need to just ship that to him. I wonder I you... wonder if. Uh, I don't even know if that's know, a good idea. Not even that. sure that's a good idea, quite frankly. You you may want to just find a place in Vegas to purchase these items. Well, but I don't think I think he's wanting them to take them home. Well, then I don't he, think you want them for Vegas. Well, then we have an all kinds of different problem because then at that yes. point, like you're bringing what looks. I mean, 
<laughs> God damn, this is fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> you're bringing this out there, and he's bringing it back, and it's like, nah, this is this is dumb. Um, I'm gonna have to tell him this is. Pro- and you know, here's the funny thing: the alarm clock was made by the Acme Company. Acme. Yep. Wiley Coyote, he endorses Acme products. I don't know why they always backfire on him. It never works out for him. But it he first, never works. But he, he always, he, but he, but he's probably one of their best customers, and I don't get it. I don't either. Anyway, um, that was fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> and then airport food. God bless it. The airport food is so bad and so Dude, overpriced. Time, and I'm a big fan of pasta house and I know you don't like it, but I love pasta. Yeah, house it's just not that great, but yeah. But that last time we had pasta house at the, at Lambert airport, oh, it was horrible. It was so bad. Horrible. Remember my spaghetti? Like I, I like there was probably a good quarter cup of grease in the bottom of that. Bowl oh yeah. When I, well, yeah. And correct ever. me if I'm wrong. Didn't that result in some really nasty, like, just stomach pain and shit? Didn't yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, plane. I want to say, I'm pretty sure that resulted in some gastric issues. Yes. It yeah. was not pretty. Which, why in the world you would have thought to continue to eat that after having that giant amount of grease in the bottom of the thing? Like, I just, oh, I mean, I, I would I would roll up the spaghetti and then literally let it drip off. I complained yeah. to the vendor. You should have. It was nasty. That yeah, was that was, was that was unedible, and yet you ate it. Yeah. If I was the pasta house people, I would not have not have been amused that was served to a customer. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I normally really i I've worked there before. I really enjoy their food, but man, that was rough. So, hey, speaking of the pa- pasta house, um, I know you always go to that one in South County, but yes. um, I saw that there's another location down at Arnold. Oh yeah, I've been to that one. Okay, it looked nicer. That's why I was pointing it out. Yeah, no, it's very nice. Okay. Yeah, I think there's only one left on the Illinois side. It's up in uh, Edwardsville. Edwardsville. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's a shame too because I like Pasta House. I I like their food. One of the things that they do that I really like is on Sunday kids eat free. So if you go in and you've got a child twelve or under, they get to eat free on oh, Sunday. That's not bad. You're about to like age out of that though. Yeah, I am. Yeah. April 1, we're no longer eating free at no. Pasta House. No. 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 So I'm getting rid of airline food. Or the, 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 not airline food, but the food at the terminal. Really? Of all those things, that's the thing that grieves you the most that you're going to get well, rid of? The thing that I'm happy, you know, and I don't want to say I'm happy about a layover, and it's not near long enough because I'm going to, I need a little more time to explore, but I want to find that basement at the Denver airport. You're not going to find a basement there, dude. That's that's my plan is to find because that's where all the sub basements where all the well, you know Illuminati stuff. Then goes. guys, I guess I'll see you out all in Las Vegas, but Jeff will be trapped in the basement at the Denver airport because he's not going to make the flight. Evidently, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's you know I mean if I'm there, it's it's my duty to explore. I'm not even really sure you're going to be able to see the mural. Oh, I got to find those janky murals. I don't know if you're going to. I don't know if we're going to have time for that, quite frankly. And then also, I don't know. I'm trying to remember where those murals are, if they're in an area like that you'll be able to access or if you'll have to like leave, like go past security. You know what I mean? And you can't get Uh, back through security. 
like to get to you, you know what I mean? Like you can't like Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna go out of security and come back in. No. Sure. Yeah, no, 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 no. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you can. I don't know where they're at. I, maybe if I knew the secret Illuminati handshake they'd let me. I mean, I think it's you just touch the tips of your penises. <laughs> Isn't that well, just like now the know, Illuminati's coming after you. you just kinda You gave away the secret handshake. Just kinda just gently touch the tips, you know. Like thumb sticks. Yeah. I just did that on the camera, the, the the video. So for those of you watching oh, the video, you can see the, the fingers. God, I'm so glad I'm not there. <laughs> it's like it's like what uh, pronounce you Chuck and Larry, you know? Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> well, you couldn't make that movie anymore. No, you couldn't. No. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. Oh my god. So yep, there you go. I'm gonna get rid of. Uh, I'm gonna get rid of layovers. I hate layovers. They never work right. The flights, the the airlines, they never get you to the airport uh, in the proper time to where you have that time. Like, that's the thing. We're counting on having an hour in Denver, you know, to get from one plane to the other. I mean, dude, the last time I did a layover in Denver, I mean, I was sprinting through the airport to get from one plane to another. And I am not built for speed. Okay. No. I am built no, for com- more of a comfort. I'm guy, built for comfort, yeah. not for speed. Yeah. And so, like, you know. Running through the airport to get from one flight to the and Denver airport's big. It is a big airport, and yeah. of course, the gate that they landed us at was like an A gate, and the gate we were flying out of was like I think a C gate. So like I oh, had like God. a lot of running to do, and so like it was hell. It was absolute hell, and I was worried about my bag if it was going to make it and everything, and it did. But I'm not going to lie. If we have to sprint to the airport, I'm going to have to stop and buy a can of Boost Air. In the no, you know what's going to end up happening? We're going to flag down one of these guys on the little roller or on the on the carts and just be like, you know, drive us, you know, and just like, yeah. No, here's what we need I'm to do. Have to do that. I, I've got it. You need to pack some crutches. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One of us pretends to be injured. I'll wrap up my leg, and then that way they'll drive us wherever we want to go. I think we just tell them <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't know. So yeah, I'm getting rid of layovers because I cannot stand a layover. It's just, uh, it's just the worst thing in the world, and I'm not. I'm just not going to do that. Not going to do Fair that. Fair enough. All right. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United we smoke. All right. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's go ahead and do this. Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for Three Cigars we Smoked and Enjoyed this week. And uh, I'm not going to lie, this is going to be a difficult segment for me, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't had a lot of smoking time between the last show and this one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not really at all, because... Uh, I'll take the lead. I'll start. I was going to say, we did the last show Wednesday night. Yeah. So, then, like... Then you've had Max, so you've been down on the cigar. I was going to say, I haven't had anything to smoke since Thursday. So, yeah. So, all right. Well, go ahead. Well, you you can start. Okay. So, I had one of the El Baton. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, that comes to us from our friends down at uh, J.C. Newman. Indeed. They were kind enough to send us some to sample. And, oh, you know, I really like that cigar. It's it, a nice little torpedo, no, and I, I like that cigar. It is indeed a good cigar. Um, I am looking. I had that over the weekend while I was killing some time in between uh, two events I had to cover, and just got to sit and relax and enjoy it, and it was very, very nice. I'm looking. I uh, I 
<laughs> Let me guess, a sun-grown Perdomo of some sort. I didn't even take any photos, so I'm literally doing this off memory now. Um, I'm trying to think. So uh, Wednesday was when we recorded Friday. Um, what did I have Wednesday? I drove in the car. This is riveting. I know. This is bad. I'm I'm very I, – I thought I had photos, and I did not. So um, what did I smoke at Riverman on Thursday night? Um, I know I had a Yagua, so I'll go ahead and say that. I had a, I had a Yagua from Jason Newman. That's a Newman. good choice. Fantastic choice. Um, you know what happened? So this is – I'll give you a little inside scoop on Riverman here. So um, they did the uh, inventory not too long ago. And um, Cindy was doing the inventory. She was going through all the cabinets, the cabinet humidors. And she goes in one and she's rooting through it and pulling everything out to to count it and everything. And all of a sudden she goes, oh, my gosh, I knew we had another one of these. And I'm like, what? She pulls it out. Brand new box of Yaguas. Still sealed. Nice. It's just been sitting there. Just sitting there, chilling, sitting in the back somewhere, just kind of, kind of hidden, you know, and everything. So, you know, we put those out, and uh, yeah. So the, uh, so the nice little box of Yaguas that's been sitting there probably since the last release. I'm trying to think of probably late last year. Um, But uh, oh yeah, so nope, smoked one of those. Love the Yagua, such a good cigar, and uh, that's my first one. I broke in deep to the humidor. Okay. And pulled out an All Saints Colorado. Mm. Yeah, that was a good cigar. I, the last one I'd had of those was down at a little lounge called Santino's, south of St. Louis. Yep. And I bought an extra one and had it in the humidor and spoke that over the weekend. Very, very nice cigar. There you go. Um, my next one is um, the uh, Fiat Lux. I had one of those at Riverman on Thursday as well. And uh, Luciano. Uh, puts those out and fantastic cigar. Um, Walt and I were talking about this. Walt's one of the customers. There I love Walt. He, what, a, uh, what a great guy. He was telling me that I got him turned on to that cigar, and he he said it's probably his favorite cigar. But um, Walt, you know, he's he's a he's a little little older guy, and so he's living on. You know, um, you say older guy, he's. Yeah, you know, I'm closer to his age than you are. Watch that older guy. Stuff. Anyway, but the bottom line is he's got to he's got to watch his pennies. You know, he's got to he's living we on a budget, do. living on a budget. And, uh, you know, American, man, we're all scrimping. No shit. But at 15 bucks uh, a cigar, you know, he doesn't smoke it on the regular. Um, he tends to smoke something a little bit more affordable than that for him. And so but he but he ended up firing up one because I was I was having it and enjoying it and. Um, he, he smoked it and was like, you know, I can't do that on the regular, but every once in a while, that's a really good one. So, well, when you cut the dollar cost average, you can bust those out now and then. There you go. Yep. And my third cigar that I had was the Perla del Mar shade. One of my favorite cigars again, JC Newman. Some reason I'm kissing their butt today, but, I'm... uh, that Perla del Mar is just an incredible. Hey, it's Drew. Shade we... Oh, so good. Hey, Drew. 
this is the kind of ass kissing you can expect if you want to sponsor the hotline or something like that. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, let's talk to him about that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if Drew's going to be out of Vegas. He was out in Vegas in 2020, and I haven't seen him out there since then. So, well, um, hopefully he's there. I was going to say, hopefully we see maybe him. Maybe Eric or Bobby will be there. What are, somebody's going to be there. We'll, I would we'll, think we'll somebody would be there. Yeah, I would say we'll 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 make sure we swing by and say hi to the fine folks at JC. You know, we missed JC Newman at TPE last year. Yep. Remember that? We yep. missed it, we missed a lot of that was because of that weather. There was that storm that was early. rolling through and exactly a lot of people that we planned to circle up with first thing Friday morning um bugged out early because of that storm and uh I'm trying to remember what that Can was. You blame them? It was a big nor'easter or something. I was coming say in. it was like a nor'easter or something yep. coming in, and and a lot of people, even like even the Newmans, you know, going back down to Tampa, you know, the problem was with them is um, they had the flight con- disruption. They had co- connecting flights and flight disruption. Exactly. Yep. So um, yeah. So no, we missed we missed JC Newman last year. We're gonna have to make sure we circle up with them this year and we'll uh, and talk to them. Um, and yes, so my last one. You know, you make me, you know, feel goofy for even bringing it up, but it it was a Perdomo's uh, 20th anniversary Sun Grown. um, Called that one. Well, you know, I mean. It's one of your favorite cigars, and we'll see. Hopefully we'll see Nick. And look, you know, it's one of those things where, and I'm not, this is going to sound maybe more critical than I mean it, but it's not. Um, It's one of those things where we're in the slow period of time for Dan at Riverman, you know, it's a slow period of time for a lot of brick and mortar shops. Yeah. And, um, so in terms of ordering, um, he's only just now kind of starting to look at the ordering and, and, you know, kind of looking ahead to like what he's going to do and all this kind of stuff. And so, um, it's kind of one of those deals where what we've had at the shop is what we have at the shop. And so, you find what you like and you smoke through whatever. And, and so, you know, look, we've had some Perdomos sitting there and, uh, I've been, I've been hitting those and it's, it's been nice, you know, but well, and, and I'm going to so give a shout whatever. out to our buddies over at the cigar authority. And I will say, um, I always know what I get with a Perdomo. I always know yeah. what I'm going to get. I know the quality is going to be there. And so, yeah, of course I'm going to go ahead and pick up a Perdomo. Uh, well, if, if that's our, what I want, our friends at the cigar authority, like they need my help getting listeners. But mm-hmm. if, if you guys haven't listened to the show from Saturday, you need to. Because they went into depth about what what you need to do to support your brick and mortars and your local lounges yeah. as opposed to buying online. And you and I preach that over and over and over. We do. If if we don't support these brick and mortars, they're not going to be here. Yeah. Well, and I – well, all right. I – not to like you know talk about another show a whole ton, but but I did think it was interesting. I haven't finished the episode, but what I did listen of it, um, I thought it was interesting how they point out that basically the online guys will strong arm a brand and basically say, uh, "We need you to sell your cigar to us at twenty uh, percent discount." You yeah, know, or 30 or whatever. Well, yeah. and, and so, you know, they'll do a 20% and blah, blah, blah. Well, then, you know, what ends up happening is um, the brick and mortar, you know, they uh, they maybe lose sales of that cigar to the online people. Um, and so. Well, and, and the way they talked about it, it's actually predatory because oh, they'll wait for uh, that's that what... cigar to get a following at the brick and mortars and then go after it. And then they kill the brick and mortar sales, and then they'll end up just buying the brand. 
Well, that's kind of what I was just kind of trying to explain, but you got yeah. to it. So there we go. But yeah, yeah. no, that's exactly, it's totally predatory. Totally predatory. Now I will say, I didn't realize that Rubbermaid is now owned by Walmart. I didn't realize that happened with them. I had not realized that either, but it makes perfect sense. It does make sense because here's the thing. When I go to Target, um, because that's where I'll go over Walmart if I have a choice. Yeah, um, I like Target. When I go to Target, um, and I go looking for like, you know, a Tupperware, you know, kind of thing. They have that like Sterilite brand. They don't have Rubbermaid anymore. Yep. That and I didn't, I never put that together until that came up on the uh, Cigar Authority. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. That makes yep. perfect sense. But anyway, but yeah, no, you, you make a valid point. It's a, another reason to support the brick and mortars because if you, you know, like a brand, then. Hey, are you paying you know, a couple of dollars more? Yeah. Is it worth it all day? Mm. I always look at it as it's rent for the chair. You yes. know, that like those seats in the back, they cost something. They cost quite a bit, you know, not just the actual purchase price of the furniture, but the lounge itself is space that can be used to um, house more product that can be sold, you know? And so when you have a shop, you have maybe a let's just say you have a thousand square feet in a shop. Well, if you're yeah. dedicating five hundred square feet to a lounge, you're literally cutting your your ability to make money by half. You know, well, and they're they're offering a service to us precisely that uh, you're not getting from the big online. Guys. And so at that point, you know, it's up to the people that are using that lounge to you know generate revenue for that five hundred square feet. And so if you're going in there and you're buying a you know. Five. Let's let's even go so far as to say you're buying a ten dollar cigar. You're buying one ten dollar cigar, and you're sitting there for you know two two and a half hours watching a hockey game or something like that, and then you leave. You know, I mean, dude, that ten dollar cigar was five dollars in quote unquote profit to the shop. You know, because the cost of purchase, you know, the wholesale cost was five bucks. Not to so, mention the taxes and things. Exactly, and so, being the employee to sit there. Well, and, and clean that, out your ashtray and that, whatnot. And that's what I was getting at is the profit, quote unquote, was five dollars. In reality, you have employee costs or uh, you know payroll costs. You have electric. You have all these other things that you've got to worry about. That shop may be losing money every minute you sit there, and yes. that's why you know it's nice when um, you know guys will sit in the back, maybe have two cigars, but then before they leave, they maybe grab like two or three cigars, you know, for the road. Those yep. road cigars are what makes it worth it, you know? Well, when I go to Riverman, it's very seldom I'll ever buy a cigar to sit there and smoke. I'll buy five or six or ten cigars, and I'll have one there and then, you know, take the others home. But I know that that's helping support Dan. Well, and see, and it's, and, and I don't want to bust anybody. I'm not calling anybody out specifically. But there are a number of people that will buy just, like, one cigar. They'll sit there. They'll have that. They'll watch their you know game and then they'll go, and then they'll come back the next day and do the same thing. And I don't know if they think because they're doing it like five out of the seven days of the week, they figure they're supporting that shop. But well, it's better than not going at all. I'll say that it is. But at the same time, like you've got to figure out you've got to figure out the math. You've got to figure out the sweet spot to where you know you're actually providing a service for that shop and not just. At best, breaking even at, mo at 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 like least, you know, hurting the place, you know. Yeah. So. Yep. Valid. I don't know. 
it's it's an interesting one. But anyway, so that's my three cigars that I smoked. And I think this it's week. time for the Villiger segment. I was gonna say we'll do the uh, we'll do the Villiger entertainment segment. And uh, by God, I I don't know it it just it takes me a little bit to go through and like figure out some sound clips and everything like that. I need to do that though because the Villiger people, I feel like they haven't quite gotten their their. their well, let me do it due for diligence. you. The Villiger. Anyway, so it's you know Villiger cigars. Uh, guys, if you haven't tried a Villiger cigar yet, we've only been talking about it like, oh, I don't know, the majority of this year so far. Um, you got to get on it. You got to get on it because it's worth it. They're great cigars. Um, the Villiger de Nicaragua, fantastic cigar. I know our buddy Ken down at Ashes and Ale in uh, Palm Coast, Palm Coast, Florida. Um, I that's right, yeah. He, uh, he's got a shit ton of Villiger cigars. And um, I believe he is sending you and I uh, one that you and I haven't had yet. So at some point here soon, we'll have that to try. But um, but guys, you can go online to Villiger Cigars. You can find the store locator, find where you can get them, and give them a try. Because I, you know, everybody who's had one yet that has tried it and told and told me that they've had one and tried it, you know, they they've enjoyed it and. You know, it's one of those We've things. We've had some parishioners that have posted their cigars that they've been buying. So exactly, you. you know, and that's and that's a great thing because look, it, it's it's a brand that's very well known overseas, um, but they've they've a started doing a lot more with the premium cigars. You know, not just uh, I think they're fairly well known overseas for like machine machine made stuff. Yeah. And uh, but they've been doing a lot with the premium hand rolled cigars, and they've been branching Busting into the uh, the new world market. North, North American market. And the thing is, it's it's not easy for a brand to uh, to get you know known in the North American market. And so it'd be nice if you guys would uh, give them a shot because I, they're they're super nice people. Renee is an awesome awesome individual, and. Um, they're really great cigars, and so it's nice to be able to to support a company that's actually like, you know, nice and cool, you know. Amen. So anyway, Villiger cigars, give them a try. Um, I don't know. So what have you what have you been watching, Jeff? Okay, so last night I watched a movie. It's called Mister Harrigan's Phone. Mm. It's a Stephen King, I believe. You sent and me I'm a text that only said that. Yeah, and it's so like, it. okay, I was going to say, I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Why are you texting was, me this? So, okay. show prep. Oh, okay. And well, I'm you telling go. you guys, you got to watch this movie. Okay. It's really, it's, it's, it starts off kind of slow. I slept through probably the first 20 minutes of it. For fuck's sake. Really? Hit, this is what you're going to be hyping up is the something you fell asleep for the first 20 minutes of? I hit the couch and I just like uh, drool it on myself. Oh my god! And then god. I woke up because then it then it took off. Like that was the building process. But I'm telling you right now, that was an incredible movie. I need to go back and rewatch the first part of it. But uh, anybody that watches it's going to thank me. It's really it, it's I don't even know it's it's kind of a horror movie, but not. I mean, it's a Stephen King, so I would assume there'd be some level of horror to it. Yeah, it's got its horror twists in it, but I, I can't say much about it because I don't want to give it away. But it's 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 a it's a thinking man's movie. Um, really, really good. So I'm not gonna lie, I spent the whole weekend watching Storybots on Netflix, and um, I don't even know what that is. Well, it's a kids show. Um, <laughs> my son. 
He's six. He'll be seven in May. And the kid lives, breathes, and dies Storybots. And it, 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 you'd think that it's like, oh, it's just one of these mindless cartoons. It's actually really pretty cool. And so I'm going to be talking about a kid's show for a second. Screw it. If you guys have kids that are in, like, my son's age range and you haven't checked out, I think it's called, like, Ask the Storybots. And um, it's, it's, it's fun because – so the general concept is that there's these little robots that live inside the computer and a kid will ask a question and the little robots tend spend the next half an hour going out in the world and finding the answer to that question, Okay. Okay. And but they're they're interesting questions. Like one of the ones that my son loves a lot is um you know, how do volcanoes work? And so like the robots they go out into the world, they go to the Pacific Rim and you know, then they find out about, you know, volcanoes and they find out about, you know, the layers of the earth and how like the gas will build up and build up and then eventually well, it really cool. and and it's very educational. Um, there's another one that he likes a lot and it's, it's, uh, how do you get a cold? And the whole point of this episode is you learn about viruses and how the virus will attack the body. And then you learn about white blood cells and, and how the white blood cells, there's different kinds. There's like the helper, uh, or there's the T cell and the T cell activates these other cells and, and has them attack the virus while at the same time there's the B cell and the B cell creates the anti, you know, the, the, uh, thing that attracts the bigger white blood cells to come and attack the virus. And so like you find out all this stuff about like how you get a cold and how your body fights a cold, but it's done in an entertaining manner to where like by the end of it, you're like, I'll be damned. I learned something. It tricked you into education. Dude, there's another one he really likes about like what happens to, to stuff when you flush it down the toilet. You learn all about the, the, the piping and then you learn all about the water purification um, system. Like the, the, how like there's the, the nets and the, the, uh, bacteria that they use to get stuff out of the water and how they clean the water with the... Are you talking about the condom catchers? Yeah, but then there's the UV light <laughs> and the uh, and the bleach and whatnot and basically how they process all this water to then release fresh water back out into the ecosystem and everything. Mm-hmm. And it, it, Dude, I'll tell you what. It, it's, it's a fun show that teaches kids... All kinds of different stuff. There's one about like how French fries are made and the process of growing the potato and bleaching the or blanching the potato and cutting it. It it it's a fun fun show. So you know, but I've watched a shit ton of Storybots this weekend. That reminds me of a show that I used to watch, and I hate to admit this. I don't know if I watched it with Hannah or if I watched it with Addie. Maybe both actually. I don't know the years it was on. Yeah. Um. But it's called Liberty's Kids. Oh, I remember that. That was a PBS show, wasn't it? Yes. And I'm telling you, if if you want to watch a show with your kids and learn something while you're watching it, that one is really interesting. And basically, it's these kids that were alive during, like, the revolution. Okay. And, you know, like, they, I think they, they work at the printing press with uh, Benjamin Franklin, if I remember correctly. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. But it was very, very interesting. And it, it taught kids about history. And I love that because I don't think kids learn history at all in school. Not like, the way not they should. Like, no. We, we've we started teaching to the test, and I don't think kids are learning about how the country was founded and formed. Yeah. And 
that's a show that really does that. So I'm all in, you know, anything they're bringing Barney back and it's like, ugh, okay. And then you, you <laughs> are they really, the, are they really, there was yes. a documentary that I think Peacock did that was like, um, I love you. You hate me. I think was the name of it. And yes. basically it was all about Barney and how like he was this phenomenon for kids. But then for some reason there was this giant backlash against Barney and how it just like ruined the brand there for a while. And I hate you. You hate me. Yeah. Barney. Yeah. Yeah. But like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the Barney phenomenon there for a while. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't. I, and then, and then look, I'm the not Barney's, into it. I, mean, I didn't like Barney. Rails. I'm sorry. What? The Teletubbies. I mean. Kids shows went off the rails for a while there. Yeah. And, and God bless it, Caillou. Oh, my God. Mm. That was I, the worst show ever. I managed to avoid Max liking Caillou. Oh, um, God. He, he likes a lot of the PBS cartoons, um, but he does not. But, like, I managed to avoid Caillou being a thing because. What was the show that had the big uh, rubber dildo, um, the kids show? Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo yes. Gabba Gabba. Yep. Yeah. Had a big studded dildo as one of the characters. I have a picture with Broby. <laughs> I remember you saying yep. that. I met Broby at a Comic Con <laughs> and I have a double thumbs up picture with Broby. He was Good the time. he was the big You know that cat, big, the DJ green on there? One more he's from St. Louis. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's a St. Louis cat. So there you go. Um yeah, no. I I met Broby. Um, so like, I don't know where you're at. I'm about halfway on my cigar. We should probably talk about the cigars for a minute. Um, I hate to say this. I, I've actually, I'm done with my, uh, Aladino Cameron. Shout out to our studio sponsor, Jerry Tobacco. What the fuck? Uh, I, yeah, I smoked through that thing quick. And Was it I've a Toro? Lit up, I lit up. Yeah. I lit up my coffee by Macanudo. You're, you're kidding me. You smoked a Toro in that amount of time. Yeah. Dude, I'm halfway. On my Dude, Camacho Unleashed tour. I get it, but god damn. Like, yeah. you smoked, man, you smoked it fast. Um, yeah. Well, no, I, I'm i getting, uh, a lot, you know, some some earthy flavor, leathery flavor, spicy flavor from this uh, Camacho Unleashed. I, I like the Factory Unleashed cigars. Um, what I really like about the Factory Unleashed cigars, they've done two of them. This they've done this one, and then the Factory Unleashed number two um, came Hold out. Hold on, the black helicopter's coming for me. Wait a second here. Um, but the Factory Unleashed number two had a Connecticut uh, shade grown wrapper on it, and um, I think they heard me talking about the uh, railroad flares and alarm clock. But anyway, but what I really like about these cigars is. Look, they're not anything necessarily special, you know. They're they're okay. Um, they're they're good. Just you know, have a cigar and, and enjoy it. They're not they're not bad, but they're not like anything. That, they're not like a celebratory thing or anything like that. But yeah. for the price point, I don't know that that the price point makes them extra special. The MSRP on these, I think, are like less than eight dollars, and um, you know, it's like for for just under eight bucks. You can get a really good cigar. Now, the one thing I will say, I don't like, it's got a shaggy foot to it, and um, I'm not the biggest fan of closed foot cigars and shaggy foot cigars because typically they those- They tend to be shirt burners. Shirt burners, precisely. Mm-hmm. So you got to be a little careful with them. But by and large, I mean, um, it's it. I, I have- Absolutely nothing wrong with the Camacho Factory Unleashed cigars. I think they're for the for the money. I think they're perfectly good, 
And uh, I always hate when I'm trying to do a uh, cold draw on a closed foot, and then I realize I'm like this doesn't have a draw away because mm-hmm. it's sealed on the other end. Um, the only thing about them is they, and and I would totally buy a box, but the box it only comes in a box of a hundred. Oh wow! Which means the box is like eight hundred bucks. You know, um, so I really don't want to like drop that kind of money on a box of cigars. Um, but I mean, humidor up quick, that's for sure. But I mean, I'm getting a hundred. That's the thing. It's like I'm getting a hundred cigars, but you know, but to have that kind of disposable income in the budget is is very rare, and so it doesn't happen like often at all. So yeah. Um, but I mean, they would be great. Just every day, like driving around, doing this, doing that. They'd be great, you know, everyday cigars. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, there you go. There I you think, go. I think indeed. it's time for the, my monthly uh, ad. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We can do that right now. This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. And we'll be seeing our buddy... Nick Gervais out of TPE. Uh, I think he's out there coming out late Tuesday, so we'll see him Wednesday. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we're going to be circling up with him on Tuesday because he's not staying at the same hotel as we are. And he gets in, I think he gets in maybe. Super late. Well, I don't think it's super late. I think he gets in about 9 or 9.30 Vegas time in the evening. The older I get, Um, that becomes super late. It's really not super late. But the thing is, um, with him uh, flying in, at that time and staying in a different hotel, it's going to result in um, in uh, in us probably not linking up because um, he's not going to want to leave his hotel. We're not going to want to leave our hotel. It's exactly you know, and I'm going to have to finish the paper out there Tuesday night anyway. So realistically, um, you'll be you'll be sitting at the bar while I'm sitting in the slot machine. Yeah, I might be working at that moment. So it's what it is. But such is life. But. Well, no. and I know he's gonna. He said he's gonna hook me up with some fucking good coffee. Don't forget that too when you uh, when you go to make your orders. Look up the uh, daily press, and that the lounge blend is also very very good for sure, for sure. And uh, I know he's bringing samples out there um, of both of those. So if you're gonna be at TPE and you want to try some fucking good coffee, go find Nick and hit him up because. Uh, yep. You know, down. he'll be that, all logoed up there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He'll, he'll be a little walking billboard, so you'll mm-hmm. be able to find him. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then you and I, um, in terms of the socials, we can be found and followed at, uh, Instagram at the cigar pulpit, as well as at naked gator, any KKID gator. That is my page. We're also on Facebook. We're with the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. You're going to want to get in on that. All kinds of fun stuff going in. It may be the only reason to be on Facebook anymore. I do agree with that. Um, Because here's the thing. I used to always say that, like, oh, I'm on Facebook for my business. But uh, I really don't do much of anything for my business on Facebook anymore. Well, you know what? I'm going to say this. I've gotten to that point, too. Yeah. Because, like, we posted a story the other week and we very seldom put any stories out for free on there we yeah. just you know i put yeah. them in my newspaper and if you exactly. want to read it goddamn buy it exactly but but that being said um we posted the story 
And then some guy comes on there and tears into us because minimal information, blah, blah, blah. Wade T's buying the paper. And I'm thinking, yeah, because that's how we stay in business. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't even want to give people free stuff anymore because all they do is bitch at me for it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm kind of over it. And uh, I and I and the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm just more convinced that uh, it, it 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 at least for our industry, I think it hurts us more than it helps us. It does. I agree. We end up giving um, all of our content away to Mark Zuckerberg for free. He makes money on it. And here we sit, you know, scraping yeah. by. And so I'm not a fan and I don't know. So I really, so honestly, aside from the parishioners group, there's really no good reason for me to be on Facebook anymore. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and then you know we're, what I, you know what I would miss? And this is where they've got us in the trick bag. Uh-oh. I would miss the memories like the ACDC concert from last or seven years ago, popping up. That was seven years ago. Yeah. tonight. I don't need to be reminded of things that I did in the past. Um, no, I mean, your, yours is checkered at best. Thanks. <laughs> no, I just, you know, it's just one of those things. I just don't need to be reminded of it. There's, there's things that, um, you know, I, I, I just don't need to have anymore. And, uh, fair enough. And the thing is, Jeff, you can always export all of your data, you know, from your profile and save it. And then when you delete your thing, you can, you still have all that. It's just, you're not going to have a yeah. little app giving you like, oh yeah, by the way, remember, you know, it's like, it's all there, but I don't know, whatever. Um, we're on Twitter. Don't really do much of anything on there. And nope. then, uh, we're on YouTube where you can watch this. This one isn't probably the most thrilling to watch cause it's just me. And then you um, making that, the, the penis gesture. Earlier. I did. I did. I did like this. I did just like that. You know, the touch and the tips yeah. thing. That's the, that's not the, even seeing you and it all, it's off. It's the Illuminati, uh, handshake. You know, you just, yes. you know, whip it out, get hard and touch tips anyway. Gently touch um, tips. yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, ask the boys, we need your calls for ask the boys because that's coming up rapidly. So basically, um, just to kind of go over the next couple of shows here. So this is for Tuesday, Friday, uh, the, what would that be? 24th, that episode, we are still in law. Well, that episode, we're going to be still in Las Vegas and then coming back that late that evening. So you're going to get a pulpit rewind, um, on Friday and it's just, you know, the way it works. And then Tuesday, uh, the, what would that be? 28th. Tuesday, that's going to be our TPE. That'll be our follow-up show. TPE report, exactly. We'll go into everything that we saw, heard, learned, and whatever at TPE, and then the following Friday, which would be, I think, March the third. Yes, yes, March the third. That will be our quote-unquote February Ask the Boys episode. So, so get, you, get your calls in before the end of the month yes, so you can make the show. definitely. And looking at the hotline as it stands right now, we have, oh, where is that app? There it is. Um, We do have some calls. There are some calls, you know, listed here. Um, But, uh, you know, there's uh, uh, a number of calls that obviously still could come in between now and then so you know that would be nice and um we would we i i really enjoyed the way the january ask the boys episode went so i'm hoping that the february one is just as good and uh you know we get a lot of calls and a lot of a lot of back and forth i really enjoyed that absolutely and then uh yeah and then going forward from there eh, sky's the limit lord knows 
you know. We'll see. Love it. But at least those three are locked in place. We know what's happening on those three. Yes. So, yeah. So. Well, and who knows what we'll set up while we're at a TPE, so we may get some good interviews and things coming down the pike here. So I would uh, like that. That's the thing. Um, scheduling, you know, interviews out there, that's something you and I need to do um, because uh, I'll tell you, when I get back, it's always like it's so easy to get wrapped up in the in the in the hustle and bustle of normal life that sometimes scheduling can be a bit of an issue but you know at that moment i'm there with my calendar you're there with your calendar and theoretically they're there with their calendar and we can kind of coordinate and and make it happen so i think that would be a good idea i think that would be a very good use of our time to schedule some stuff out so i do i think that would be good um I don't know. Otherwise, I don't really have a whole lot else. Um, I think it's been a show, man. It it has. It's been a show. Not, it's been a show. Not our finest hour, but it's been. It had some moments. <laughs> you never listen during the show. That's one thing that I don't think people understand. I'll reference things that we did on the show like the week later, and you have no idea what I'm talking about. You have to go back and listen to the show to hear what we talked about. Um. I did do that with our episode with Nick Gervais the other day, and I did listen to that show uh, afterwards because I remember at the time thinking this was a good show. This was entertaining and blah, blah, blah. But but you're right. Like at the time that we're recording it, no, I'm not really paying attention 100 percent to like I am. I mean, I'm engaged. I'm talking with you and everything like that. But ask me half an hour later what we talked about and I won't be able to tell you. You know, because yeah. I'm watching the board. I'm watching the timer on the video. I'm doing this. I'm thinking about. And see, what... I'm all loosey goosey. I'm just sitting here smoking, talking. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Hence the reason why it's always like when you're talking about it, it's work. And I'm just like, dude, I'm asking you to talk and have a cigar. I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the one doing the work. But anyway, um, yeah. So, no, it's it. But like coming up oh, with guys, you should have you should have heard the fight we got in last night. Over who's over who's going to meet who to drive to the airport? Oh God! It's because you're making me. Ah, oh, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. All I know is I have to be up at two o'clock this morning or tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning. I have to be up at two a.m. so I can leave my house at three to be at your place by three thirty to then drive to the airport because you hey, can't saving you money you're the one that booked the flight because That's all you, i'm saying you can't be here at 3 30 so that we can just leave from here what but it doesn't make sense for me to drive over to you and then back to the it's i'm more on the way and we did the math it's it saves us like three minutes it's not much but it doesn't save me dick it's safe <laughs> and and again I'm the one driving the entirety of it. Like, it saves you three minutes, but, like, or, yeah, it saves you three minutes. But, again, you're only driving 29 minutes. I'm driving the remainder of that over to the airport. And, it's, oh, God. Anyway. All right. 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 Just, just letting it go. It's just another. This is what I put up with, guys. You have no idea. You you all think this is so fucking easy, but this is not easy. Like this is not easy in so many ways. This is not easy. We make it look really easy, but it's not easy. No. Yeah. No. Not at all. No. Mm-hmm. That's why we shouldn't be doing two a week. But that's a fight for another day. What does that have to do with anything? Well, that has nothing to do with us leaving to the airport tomorrow. That has absolutely nothing to do with us going to the airport tomorrow. 
I mean, it's it's all encompassed. It really isn't. That actually has nothing to do with us going to the airport tomorrow. And and I'd like to point out, I'm not twisting your arm and forcing you to do two a week. You like you've been I, you've been very good this year. You've been very good this year. The, and the whatever else. Out. Now, granted, yeah, we've had to do some over the phone, like we're doing today. It, it but it works. Our schedules are so it hectic. works. It's been hectic. This year has been more hectic. And and I don't know if it's one of those things where I got more – I think I got more used to COVID time than I realized. Yes, like, I agree. I don't think I, I – like at the time, I don't think I got I, – I don't think I appreciated it at the time. No. And I, agree. I think as the world has come back more and more gradually, I think suddenly time has become more valuable. And I think at that point – I think it's become more apparent just how busy everything is. But uh, agreed. Yeah, I don't know. It sucks. I don't like it. I liked COVID. I I liked. Wait, co- what? Wait, wait, what? I liked COVID time. Okay. I, I liked COVID time. I didn't like COVID. Yeah, it's a better re- better to rephrase that. Yes. Yeah, I didn't like COVID itself. I mean, there were a lot of aspects of that that I didn't like, including actually getting sick. Although, to be honest, my COVID experience was way different than a lot of other people's and mine wasn't that bad yeah like i'm gonna admit i don't know if i've ever admitted this on the show i don't know if i've i don't know how many people i've actually ever admitted this to but i came down with covid on thursday i crashed really hard on a thursday on a thursday on a thursday came down with covid on a thursday uh, crashed really, really hard Thursday night. Friday morning, I took the test and realized I had it. And that night, that very night, Jeff, I sat out on my patio and had a cigar. Yeah. I mean, I I had none of the... I feel very fortunate. And for everybody who lost somebody, I'm, I'm really sorry. But, like, I feel very fortunate that all I had was a really severe case of exhaustion. And yeah. I was, but I was able to sit out, have a cigar, you know, and essentially live my life with just a whole lot of extra sleep built in. I, I've had it, I think, a couple of times. I know for sure the first time. And I mean, I was tired and I lost my sense of taste other than salt. And that was it. I never lost taste, which I'm so happy about. Yeah. Because, dude, some of these people, they got it and they never got it back. I know. And that's yeah. fucked up. It's so bizarre how yeah. how it affected different people differently. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's very odd. But uh, but but going back to the general point, I liked the the less hustle and bustle and the more casual aspect of life. It well, was it was very know, good. I'll I'll throw Pinky under the bus here. Our friend Pinky Pinky talked about how you know, she was going to change everything and She's fallen right back into her trap. She has, and yeah. she she would be and, the first. Most of us have, and she'd be the first to admit it. Um, that's yeah. I mean, let's be real. I don't want to like you know speak out of school, but part of the reason that Pinky has been uh, MIA from the show for a little while is because she has been so incredibly busy with life, and there's a lot going on right now for her. Yep. And I'm hoping that um, we maybe only have. Um, about another month or so of that, and then maybe come Aprilish, she might be able to join us again. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been very busy for her, and I know I know she doesn't like it, but at the same time, I know she does. If that makes sense, like 
everything she does she in builds her, a sense of purpose, I think. Yeah. Everything she does in her life, I think she likes. Um yeah. it's just a lot. And so, you know, that's that's the balance you have to you have to maintain is like, okay, you can be a very, very busy individual and fill your life with a whole lot of stuff that you like, or you can be more chill and relaxed and maybe do less stuff. Yeah. Um you know, I I I I I definitely appreciated having days where there was literally nothing to worry about, you know? Yeah. Although on I the flip that. although I will say on the flip side, you and I owning newspapers, there were definitely some weeks where it was like, boy, there is jack and shit to talk about this week. Yeah. You know? So Yeah. I don't know. But totally get it. Yeah. My my friends Dave and Katura out at Wichita. Yeah. Um, they're constantly going. They've all and and that's kind of Dave's personality. Dave and he's Dave's been on the show before. Yeah. But Dave, Dave has to be doing something. Um, you know, and I'll talk to him and talk to him about a TV show that I've watched or something. He's like, When do you have time for that? I said, Dude, I make time. I I've got I'm at the point in my life where I have to relax sometimes. And you know, some people would say I relax all the time, but there's there's a balance there. I'm probably tipping the scale towards relaxation more than I want to admit. Uh-huh. But, you know, I've done my time. I've done my 60-hour weeks, you know, starting the newspaper. And back when I used to work in the corporate world, I don't want to do that anymore. I, I don't well, want to be on the treadmill 24-7. No, and you make you bring up a valid point. And that's something that, you know, um, I've encountered a lot in the last uh, eh, year and a half or so in uh, – getting back out in the world and and meeting people in a in a in a dating type situation you know the inevitable question comes up of what do you do and it's like well i own a newspaper and they're like oh my gosh you must be so busy and blah 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 and all this and i'm like you know if you would have asked me this back in 2015 2016 2017 yeah i'd say i'm fucking swamped i don't have time for jack shit i really shouldn't even be out with you blah 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 and all that but these days i you know realistically i have my my reporters they cover the majority they pretty much cover everything for me um you know my job at this point is layout pick up and delivery at the printer to the post offices and things like that and then it's all the administrative stuff it's the billing it's the subscription maintenance it's yeah. the you know uh ad sales you know and things of that nature it's, it's the administrative stuff and yeah that takes up time but uh maybe not it it's a it's a very fluid schedule it doesn't it's not a nine to five and like at five o'clock i'm done kind of deal and then mm-hmm. also you know it's uh some weeks are busier than other weeks and so you know my fluid my schedule is very fluid and, and people don't really understand that but you know the thing is is yeah back early days of doing it fuck man i didn't have a moment yeah so no i know yeah I don't know. It's well, it's interesting. Well, well, guys, that's been the show. There you go. Well, we will see everybody after our trip to Vegas at TPE and uh, circle up and tell you everything that we learned. And in the meantime, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.
So I will say, as I'm down to the the butt of this uh, Camacho uh, factory unleashed, the strength level on this thing has definitely ramped up in the last little bit. I probably should have mentioned this in the main show and not the Easter egg, but such is life. But the strength level on this thing is definitely ramped up a little bit, and um, the spice level on it has kicked up a little bit too. I don't think I ever did a retro hail. All I think about it. Hmm. Well, and I had the Aladino Cameroon. Again, shout out to our studio sponsor. But uh, <laughs> when I got done with that, I fired up the Macanudo coffee. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's a coffee redundancy because I'm drinking coffee <sighs> and smoking it. There was my retro hail. Holy shit. Um, yeah, intense? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's lingering. Lingering in the nostrils. It's, it's kind of, whew. Yeah, it's got some strength to it. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um so you have your coffee redundancy, you were saying? I'm sorry. Yes, and it is. Uh, I just did a retro hail. It was very smooth. Well, there you go. You like the ma- the flavored macanudos. I do. I like to throw those in now and then. Okay. That's Change fair. it up a bit. That's fair. Yeah, well, you mentioned you that you were over at Captain Z's. They, they, they've they been selling. Like, they don't. Their supply was really low the last time I saw. Yeah, I really like the uh, dark rum. The bourbon, they've got a lot of bourbons left, and I must not be the only one. Because that bourbon's a little too strong. Okay, interesting. But uh, every all the other flavored ones that they've had, I've tried the. There's a like a creamy latte one, and yeah. then this coffee, and you know, every, and a vanilla. Every one that I've tried, I've really enjoyed. They're good cigars. There you go. Okay. Well, very good. Well, Jeff, I guess I will be seeing you uh, bright three in the morning, bright and early. Yeah. Ugh. I know. Well, guys, take it easy. Be ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. Later, guys.